Slain. You dock. Uh, you dock, and it is uh, kind of uh, off to the side from where you were headed, but that's where you had to dock. You you kind of went off to the left from the, the port. It's really a, a quite a busy area, and... Um, as you as you dock your boat, you pass a man in a wig, and he said, it, "He says it's seven shillings to tie up a boat here." No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's totally pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean. Um, <laughs> no, um, but uh, I think you. I think yeah, you dock your boat. What do you want to do first? Um, I think I think I'm going to throw out some options. I think you could okay. uh, make your way to straight to what we'll call the gate. Okay. Would know how to get there. You have not been to it yet. Okay. Um, but you would have some guidance on how to get there. Okay. Uh, you could do that first, or you could try to establish some contacts in town. Uh, my thoughts are that perhaps you go to the gate first, and then you try to establish the contacts as you're on your way out of town. Okay. And then there's less time between you talking to those people from when you'll talk to them potentially next. Right. I would also I would also say that you would at least know one or two people that Dragon Club already has contacts here. You don't have to necessarily talk to them. Okay. I don't think they're like particularly well connected people. I think they're they're maybe like there's one a merchant and then one person who's like maybe within the within a council here. Okay. And like they they know of dragon club and they don't know your your necessary like goals but like oh there are these powerful people we know and we've made deals before and you would know about those people got it so it won't be the same situation as with like Torre and <laughs> oh what's the the poor woman that i cut her arm off jotali yeah yeah not like that right because <laughs> right. that's that's no good <laughs> okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the option to uh kind of head towards the uh, green gate but on my way i kind of want to see about stopping and chatting with um some of those contacts that way i can kind of put my feelers out yet again i want to make some connections but like you were saying before i don't want there to be too much time in between because i've kind of i've kind of expended a great deal of time already and i mm-hmm. uh, i know slain is feeling a little bit behind yeah. yeah sure but for all the right reasons yeah yeah <laughs> I, I like you're having to do a lot of work to catch them but that's like right. your main job right now so however you need to do that so sorry where are you heading first well first and foremost i want to speak to my boatmen right um you were saying before that i'd be able to kind of get some conversation in with them um they're here docked at the at the port so if in fact the heretics do make their way here i'd actually want to make sure that hey they're at the docks here this might be where they come in i need some eyes here you know what i mean I think if you get some, we're going to do this the same way as before. And if you want some good okay. uh, port contacts to keep your eye out on this side of the port. Now, this is the eastern port. So this is like the eastern side of the island. Okay. And what you would know about the islands is that it's it's uh, not unsimilar to how Hawaii is, where there's a trail of islands. But the okay. trail of islands, there's a main island, and then they trail like south and east so they go like downward to the right if you're looking at them on a map okay you've passed these islands like they're way off to your left okay and when you've when you've hit this eastern dock okay 
and you know that the heroes are coming from the west. So if they dock, they will likely dock on the west side. Okay. What I'll say is you can take a day to establish a bunch of contacts on the east side, or you could take two days to travel to the other side of the island and establish contacts on the west side. Oh, oh, Grant. Giving you hard choices already. I, why has it got to be two days to do? Dang it, Grant. Well, because it's on the other side of the island. It's a big <laughs> fucking island. <laughs> okay, can we say that if I take my horse, that I can cut that time in half, the dr- the ride to the other side? Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So, so you'll still, it'll be a day and a half and you'll still have half a day to do something else. Perfect. I am going to use a day here and the other half a day at the other place. So I'm going to do both Okay. and make contacts on both sides. But there is something extra I want to do with that half day. I want to see if I can enlist any assistance from like thieves or, or maybe even some mercenaries. I want somebody to try to kidnap one of the members of the heretics. I want to set up a trap in, in on both sides. I think that's going to cost you some money. Okay, um... that's 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 totally okay. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's going to cost you like uh, spend that half a day making those connections. We'll say I'll, I'll do like uh, groups of five. That'll cost that'll cost okay. fifty gold per group okay so it's like 10 gold per person got it so you're if you if you want to every group of five is going to increase your likelihood that somebody is going to cause trouble and see the main party and and attempt a capture i'm going to get a total of 10 of these guys so two groups of fives okay so a group of five in on pretty much on both like a group of five on one side a group of five on the other side of morty okay that's going to cost you 100 gold okay actually (laughs) <laughs> I want to do another group of five for another 50. Okay. But I want to see if it's a group that's heading – I want it to be a group that's heading back to the Maple City. That way I have a group there that's kind of like a strike team, right? Like I have mm-hmm. eyes and ears there, yes. And I have eyes and ears on both sides and over here and Morty, but I need a group there too just in case. I want to say that I think it's going to be to find specifically thieves that are traveling – uh-huh. And that are going over to the Maple City. Um, okay. Definitely a major port. You definitely would find plenty of people going there. But specifically to find people who would do this kind of work, uh-huh. it would it would it's going to cost you another day. I think. Like, <laughs> I think most Killing of the th- I know, but I think most <laughs> of the thieves here. Mm-hmm. They they would not be interested in moving their business establishments, as it were. Got it. Over overseas, um, there are people who do it, but right, it's it's going to cost more. Travel costs mu- a bunch, and they're probably mostly interested in like faring illegal goods rather than potentially ca- kidnap or uh, holding. Right. Them. Hmm. What do you want them to do? I want them to. Do you kid- want them to capture and then send you a note? You know how okay, so we have these these belts that have those orbs in them that I'll teleport to a location. Do we have anything that's like a communication beacon? Like all because like I could teleport with the gym back to Morty if I go to that location where I can actually do that. Yeah. This this'll tie into what is at the gate that you're gonna go to next. I right, I'm gonna yeah. say the way if if you wanna use these powerful little stones that uh-huh. help you move and you want to find some 
that help you communicate like a pager, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a magical D and D pager. Right. Then, then <laughs> you will need to go to the gate first, and to d go out and distribute those amongst all of your contacts. It would take another day. So you either <sighs> come up with days. a with. Right. So you're you'd be paying the day up front because right. What it would cost you is once they did find and kidnap the people who you're looking for, mm -hmm. they would have to send it by standard fare, either by like I think there are communication uh, magical communication beacons at major cities. So like right. they they probably have a basic uh, like Morse code type of communication that right. goes from from like central morty to central maple city like there's something established there but you have to go through the proper channels you have to pay a bit of gold to use it right there it's like you can't just communicate across that large distance that easily got it and that might cost time so it would cost time later and then potentially the heroes might escape by that point uh... so it just it just depends on what you want to do you, the other way yeah i think that's the way everybody would expect to communicate back with you got it via via messenger and via large form magic communication and that can't be sped up that that process can't be sped up at all i think it's pretty set like mostly it's going to be used for official purposes there will be ways to send coded or secret or cd messages through there mm -hmm. that people have established but you have to wait to use it just like anybody you'd have to pay and wait your turn to use it got it makes sense hmm. <sighs> Making me do lots of thinking, Grant. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. What I want to do then, I'm going to definitely set up another day to set up the communication network. Okay. Um, then, then we'll we'll say that you do that at the uh, at the end at of the your end trip of, when yeah. you're leaving. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I think on the um, on the third day when you're doing this, mm. people around you kind of like. Uh, stop what they're doing and shout up. You're maybe in the middle of the market and they're and they're pointing up. You look up along with everybody else to see what at first looks like big birds, but they're much higher than that. Hmm. And there's a a small pack of you think seven or eight dragons that are flying overhead, and they're just they're just like passing by. What direction are they heading? They're headed from east to west overhead. Huh. So not in the direction of the portal. They are not. You, I think you would infer it is in the direction of portal from where you are. Um, like okay. you would be on the east side on the third day. Okay. It would be in the direction of the portal, but not the trajectory exactly. So they, it doesn't look like they're headed to there. Okay. You would know it's a closed portal. It needs a key to be opened. Right. Hmm. And there's no reason to think that they would go there. Well... I don't think I should allow that to deter my madness. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, okay. I, but knowing that, uh, it makes me want to kind of speed up things. Um, I probably, oh man, I want to use that that other extra deck. Not the communication network. I, this this is the maximum I'm gonna I'm gonna spend time on this because otherwise I'm kind of spinning my wheels. Right? It's gonna take a if they catch them, it's gonna take a while anyway. So anyway, it goes. I can't I can't deviate from that. Okay. On the fourth day, you finally feel like you've established a strong network. You have a pretty good base here, and you know you can't really ever trust 
the filth and the lowlife, but there are a lot to be found here in Mordi. This is a this is a f- sort of free for all place. People are uh, people are all sorts here, and they they do all sorts of dealings. Okay. And I think what you notice about Mordi, um, there are a number of humans in kind of higher population here. Okay. And they tend to be they tend to have like uh, tanner or darker skin. Uh, they tend to do. Um, their hair in a particular style, which is like long and black, tied up often. You see people, a lot of people with tattoos, humans, a lot of humans with tattoos. Mm-hmm. But you also see, um, you see elves with the similar tattoos, um, a few dwarves. Interesting. Black patterned um, and geometric shapes. Um, if you work here, if you lived here, if you were raised here, um, it's a thing that a lot of people do. Okay. I think that you would also see very few of the shorter species of humanoid creatures okay so so like not too many dwarves you see fewer dwarves but even fewer halflings and gnomes like you do not see a lot of of them okay um this is a tall place comparatively uh at least to like the maple city okay after establishing your network i think you start to make the trek again not unlike hawaii the island slopes Okay. And you head up. It's going to take you a while uh, with with your your beautiful horse. <laughs> and you trot through um, through some jungle type forests, not not huge ones. And you make your way off the beaten path using maps that you took with you. Okay. I think eventually you find a hidden rocky valley, and okay. it's very very green, very lush. There's a small waterfall off to your left. The ocean opens out to your right. The water from the ocean and from the waterfall is actively creating rock because right in the kind of center of this grove, of this like, uh, not grove, but this cutout, this opening, there's just magma bubbling up. Wow. The, it's creating rock forms. It's steaming and, and splashing when it hits the, the ocean and this waterfall. So it's just like making rock uh, slowly. Okay. I think that you travel around the rim because uh, I'm thinking like a, like a sea cut out and then a drop. And that's like where the magma hits the ocean. Okay. You head through this small river that is making this waterfall. And then kind of down a series of rocky pathways. And it's rocky. If anybody's experienced lava rock or stood on it, it's just like that. It's it's flowing. It's bumpy. It swaps between the two. It's kind of tough going at some points. Um, because if the smooth rock is wet, it's slippery. And if it's right. the rough rock, it can, it can kind of mangle you. You make your way down. Uh, do you want to leave your horse up, up top? Yeah, I'll leave him there because he can still make it to me. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Um, you climb down on the other side, kind of, of this cove. There is a large flattened area. And you have to... It takes you, I think, several tries, like uh, several 20, 30-minute tries to find the right place. Okay. Um, you're like, okay, is it this way? No, is it this way? You're just following your map. And okay. there's no, it's not like someplace that people go here. This is like wilderness. Well, young Slain does not have good survival skills, so 
<laughs> I got a negative one on that. So yes, this this is very accurate. <laughs> okay, great. Go ahead and make a history check. History. Okay. Plus two to that. So I got a 14. Plus two, 16. Okay, I think based on just your knowledge of the area, I don't think you've been to Morty a ton, but mm. or, or if you have been at all, I, I'm not sure. But you would know, especially after talking and being reminded of, of the culture the last couple of days, that uh, Mordians, they consider their island, parts of it, quite sacred and spiritual. And they think that most people should not go there, except for maybe like shamans or people, they would let people doing magic research go to these types of places. But you kind of know you're not really allowed here. Okay. It's like a sacred place kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. You finally step through some some bushes and get out into a sort of clearing. And it's more of that lava rock, but it's it's really quite flat. Okay. It goes out quite a ways and then it kind of connects and flows up into this red sand beach with the ocean. So this flowing lava rock it's not bubbling up at this part it all looks like it's solid it kind of turns over into this red sand and the ocean is in front of you again okay but in the middle of this large flat lava rock clearing there is a large stone ring so this clearing is quite big okay because this ring is probably 100 feet across or 60 feet across somewhere in there Mm. but the stone is not the stone of lava rock it's like this gray uh, cut almost granite like stone and it's cut into this huge smooth ring that's that's horizontal with the ground okay around the ring it looks like something pulled up the lava maybe while it was still lava while it was still wet to form these like 10 pillars um they're only about five or six feet tall that go all the way around this ring. Okay. I don't think that anybody has let you see... Well, you would have seen a similar ring, I think. Okay. You would have seen when Dragon Club was establishing their base up in the mountains, way up north, mm-hmm. that this reminds you of a similar ring. And that ring would be known as the Red Gate. Okay. And it's it, that one was is... Very different setting. It's in the it's in the high mountains in like a in a valley within the mountains. The pillars were huge. They were they were massive, and they were that same grayish stone. Okay. The pillars here are short and made of lava rock, but similar setup. Okay. Hmm. All right. I'm I'm gonna investigate around and. Uh, okay. See. Uh, so so what I what I know what the significance of these pillars is like aside from you know the strange look like from when I was at the Red Gate. I think yeah. I think you've been with dragon club long enough to have it been talked about mm-hmm. but when the gates are opened the pillars will light up and show how many how many gates are open have been opened okay so the the pillars the pillars will fill with a magical light okay and that magical light will correspond to a gate color so there are five gates and there are 10 pillars okay I think in your investigation, you notice uh, the runes that are carved into the stone ring, and they some of them are paint. Were clearly at one point painted with green, some kind of green paint. 
Okay. When the pillars light up, what they would show if they were light is how many portals have been opened recently. Oh. And make an investigation check. Yeah, I will make an investigation check. Okay. Oh, good. I'm actually good at this skill. 18 on the die, plus 5, 23 on my investigation. Okay, and then also make an arcana check. Arcana. Ooh, not so good. So 9 on the die, plus 2. I got an 11 on the arcana. Okay. I mean, that's enough to really feel the magic that's emanating here. Okay. You felt a similar magic at the Red Gate when you were kind of seeing, overseeing Dragon Club set up a temporary base there. Okay. But it's not the same. That Something is like really resonant here. Okay. And I can't tell you much more than that because of your role. <laughs> but <laughs> with your investigation check, mm-hmm. you are able to get really up close into where the ring is. Uh, the stone ring, it's about two feet squared. So it's like two feet high, two feet deep, and it goes around like, you know, 100 feet. Okay. You'd be able to step over it, and the ground on the inside of the ring is just like the ground on the outside. There's no difference. It's more lava rock. Okay. The ring is slightly inset into the lava rock. And eventually you poke around, and you find way off to the side, kind of hidden under some overgrowth, there is some kind of rocky hut. Hmm. And you pull open uh, this, this metal trap door after you clear the the brush out of the way. Okay. And you find a little a little container, a little kind of like tin container. Okay. And it has those beacons, what you would know as little magical uh stones, just like really small, 1 inch by 1 inch, a whole bag full of them. Ooh, nice. And then like a corresponding larger, maybe 2 or 3 inch around stone that will light up if you touch uh, in, like if you press down on one of the smaller stones, so it works like a little bit like a pager. Nice, very nice. Um, I'll collect the whole pack and put it in my bag. Okay. You also find like a oval-shaped black stone with white paints on it, white runes, and you would know that you would recognize this to be a pathway to the the Red Gate. Hmm. So it's it's a teleportation to the Red Gate. That's right. Yeah. Sweet. I will. So you can add that to your inventory. I don't think you had that one. Um, I'm going to connect that to my belt so that you know yeah. I have quick access to yeah. it. Um, Absolutely, that's that's perfect. All right, so teleported to the red gate, and one of these beacons I would imagine would be a teleporter to this location, right? No, the beacon, the little beacon stones are not teleporting; they're just light ah. and like indicators. Okay, so this is what I would give to my contacts. Yeah, got it. I think that you would know. That at some point Dragon Club has established a teleport platform because okay. you have to have like a like a specific platform that is made to be able to receive somebody who's teleporting. Okay. You don't have any of those green gem stones that get you to that platform, but you also don't see that platform anywhere here. Got it. You also find a bag of a hundred gold. Oh God, I need that so bad. <laughs> you can you could leave it here for the next. Dragon Club member to f- come around. That's kind of what it's for, emergencies. But you could also just take it. I will take that. I've been doing quite a bit of work for Dragon Club. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I am hustling. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, so yes, I will take that with impunity. <laughs> and then let's take a quick break. 
Okay. After these messages. I'll have you make a nature check and and also nature check okay oh that's okay what's your what's your passive perception passive perception is pretty low he's not wise he's not paying too much attention passive perception is nine <laughs> it's ten minus one <laughs> yeah well what was your nature check uh i'm gonna roll that now uh that's a natural one. Oh. okay <laughs> all right well I think you hear some crashing. This is going to be somewhat of a surprise, right? You're you're alone. It feels like you're alone. Mm-hmm. And you hear somebody crashing through the forest on the kind of on the opposite side of where you are. Okay. I'll let you do something if you want to, but after a moment. I'm going to unsheath my sword and kind of look in the general direction. I'll do a yeah. whistle out for a hottie to have him come to me. Um, he can – it's a telepathic link. So if he's within a mile, he can come charging to me. Okay, if, can he uh, uh, disappear and appear? I think he does not. I So it'll take him time to get there. He doesn't just appear. I have to resummon him. It'd be him. quite hard for him to get here. Yeah? Like, it would be, for a horse to get here, it'd be really hard. Ah, uh, okay. Then I will not call for a hottie. There's no sense in it. Like, okay. It, it, um, a hottie would hear you, but it'd take him like an hour. Oh, that's interesting. It took you probably a couple hours total just to find here and get through all of the forest got it i'll decast him yeah that i can because it takes me 10 minutes to resummon him so okay so you can get ready okay yeah so i'll snap my fingers and wherever he is he poofs okay the figure's small as they're crashing through the the forest in front of you okay and finally they come out into the open and you see a small gnome man come through you recognize him huh because he is a Dragon Club member. Ah, I sheath my sword. You would know him as W. Well, W, you shouldn't sneak up on people. <laughs> I didn't expect you to be here, S. What are you doing here? And he, uh, he like brushes himself off, starts to walk across the flat stone. And as he's walking towards you, he kind of runs his fingers along the stone base, the, the, that ring. Mm-hmm. Are you here on a mission? Or for pleasure. <laughs> I am always for the mission, W. You know that. I do. But how effective are you really being? Aren't you Aren't you supposed to be finding the heretics? As far as I know, I haven't heard anything, any kind of inquiry from you. Perhaps I'm wrong. He kind of looks off to the side. I have eyes and ears everywhere right now, W. Eyes and ears everywhere. Hmm. Well, I thought I might find you here. I'm here on my own business, of course, but I did talk to Rodos a bit. And he said that you were looking for the heretics, and I figured that I should at least share some of my information with you. Okay, let's hear it. I worked alongside Rodos in undermining one of our greatest enemies. The heretics? Master Sor, and... No, no, not the heretics. I mean heretics is really a... It's rather a harsh way of putting it that... I raise an eyebrow. (laughs) <laughs> are you uh, are you just like standing and towering over him still? Yes. <laughs> okay. It's, well, it's they, they're just they were Master Sore's students, you know, Master Sore of the Order of the White Stone. He w- he's a real enemy. 
the students that he had. We've now taken care of the vast majority of them, but Rodos and I worked from the inside to do that, and a couple of them are just really just students uh, who we're working for. They don't even know the full story. Heretics is a bit of a... That's why I think it's a bit of a misnomer, but... Uh, misnomer? No, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Great. He says, if, you, if you're hunting them and you need to take them out, that's fine. I know they quite embarrassed X and his little crew. I'm not hunting them because they embarrassed X. No, well, I'm happy to hear that. He's always, uh, always been, in my opinion, a spoiled child. I raise an eyebrow. I thought I'd at least share with you uh, my information, which is that they're, they're nothing to be that scared of. They don't really know what they're doing. And I traveled with them for a little while before I went and uh, did the second part of my mission. Obviously, we, we took out Master Sor, and he's been evading us for, for quite some time. But after making sure they were not going to cause very much trouble, I took one of one of the students that Rodos and the team that came to retrieve him. Uh, I think Emily was among them. They injured one of the students, and I didn't want to blow my cover, so I took the student away, disposed of her, and then moved on to go take out uh, Sevaba, who is uh, Sor's half-brother, Hecuba's brother proper. He's no longer a problem. When I last left them, the so-called heretics, they were headed to Firelight. Have you been there yet? I've been. I made a great deal of friends there. I raised an eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Hecuba found them by now. Um, I believe she was in Firelight or the area. And I think that was the mistake of, of the Order of the White Stone, really. I think them all being so close together has made it really easy to, to take them out. So I think Hecuba's the only one left, and I just thought I'd let you know. I, I t we, we got rid of Master Sore. I went over to White Hills. You would know White Hills is like a, a city kind of near Firelight. Okay. I don't have any good strong leads about Hecuba. Except that I know she has the green gem, and he, like, indicates to the uh, large stone ring. Hmm. If we can get that, we can open this gate. Well, I have informants on that, and some mercenaries. Excellent. The hopes is that we're able to get a, at least a prisoner of theirs, possibly a trade, or Hecuba herself. That would be even better. If you find a lead on Hecuba, I would be happy to come help take her out with you. Pretty sure she's the last of the Order of the White Stone, and that would mean the gems don't have any protectors proper. Excellent. I already took out her brother. I, I think it would be. I, I think it would behoove you to to include me. Just want to throw that out there. Well, I tell you what. Are you going to be staying in Morty when I depart back to the Maple City? Actually, I, I'm headed back that way myself. I've stationed myself as kind of a informant and helper. There's kind of a rebellion going on down there. Really? Yeah. You said you were just there? I was. How long ago? In in Maple City or Morty? Maple City. Ah, oh, that would have been almost a week ago now. Oh. Then do you know about the dragon attacks? I don't. I saw dragons. They were flying in this direction. But that was only a few days ago. Well, shouldn't really be surprised now that the purple portal's opened, but it's caused some annoyances... There have been dragon attacks on the Rook Clan surrounding areas. They've they've burned farms, 
uh, cause food shortages. And so uh, a sort of like a rebel uprising has happened. I thought it would be useful of me to insert myself in there. So I've made buddy-buddy with uh, sort of the head of that. I'm headed back that way now. I'm just here to get a little something. And what is that? He's got a little satchel. He pulls off and he opens it. And he pulls out like a tin box, pops the lid, kind of shuffles around in it, and you hear like metal shifting against metal. And, and he pulls out a little vial and um, a little metal instrument. It's got a little handle. It's got a sharp end. Okay. And he kneels down at the ring that you all, you both are standing near. Okay. And he starts to scrape at the stone. Hmm. And at first, it doesn't look like he's doing anything. Like, and he's scraping quite hard. Like, it, it's it's taking a long time. You wouldn't think that stone would be this resistant to metal. Okay. Huh. But finally, a little couple of chips fall off into the vial that he's holding underneath and he does the same thing with a bit of the worn off green paint into the same vial like scrapes for quite a while scrapes 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 nothing happens and then finally a little bit goes into the vial puts a little cork on it this is gonna help us this is gonna help us locate the green gem we, we need to find it before it finds us I couldn't agree more he puts the vial into his tin and his little tool closes it up puts it back in his satchel there's like a there's like a shift in the air, in the ground, some some kind of shift. Hmm. Ask him what is that? Ewan looks up at Wild Eyes and he's looking around. He's like, "This gate has a guardian. Did you not know that?" I'm gonna make a perception check. <laughs> uh, I wasn't aware. I'll unsheath my sword. <laughs> yeah. And I'll make that perception check. Okay. Something feels off. Ooh, nineteen on the die. Take away one, so I got an eighteen. The air kind of tastes like ozone, or smells like ozone a little bit, even. Oh, God. And you feel that the shift has come up from somewhere deep down. Hmm. Ewan looks up at you, and then turns around and starts running from where he came. Oh, wow. His little legs take him a while to get there, but he starts, he starts running. <laughs> the earth is shaking, but in a local way. It's not an earthquake. Something nearby. It's something directly beneath me? Not directly, but... I think with your perception check, you would know that it is um, off to your left, which is uh, westward. If you're facing the ocean, it'd be westward. All right. I'm going to turn to my left with my sword drawn, and I'm going to prepare thunderous smite. Okay. And I will whisper into my sword to make it catch a blaze. Yep. Your sword extends, mm -hmm. catches fire. You ready yourself with magic as... You hear several huge crashes through the forest, and as trees are mowed down, broken, and thrown aside, a huge white dragon head comes out and looks down at you. Oh, crap. Its scales sparkle intensely uh, in the daylight. They, they reflect and bounce off, and it's like prismatic. Hmm. You feel a giant presence touch your mind, push against oh, your mind, shit. and... I'll have you make a intelligence saving throw. Ooh, crap. Okay. Uh, 14 plus 2, 16. You feel it easily push into your mind. Shit. <laughs> this alien presence, hostile, angry, 
but other emotions you can't even begin to describe comes bearing down upon you. And even though you stand solidly on this stone, it feels more like water because of this weight. It, it speaks to you. Okay. And says, if you are here to open, I will eat you. And then I think it asks if that's why you're here. I am merely here to defend this location from heretics. I think you feel a dismissal of the word heretics like a silly language word. It's like heretics aren't a thing. And it like brushes aside your mention of that. (laughs) It says, I will not have more of my brethren coming here. And I think you feel this huge predatory instinct to bite down. And you have about a half a second to do something. (laughs) I will. And I want to mention that its head is like mm, twice as long as your body. Jesus. (laughs) Uh, Dragons. So it could easily swallow you, I think. Yeah. (laughs) I will not go down easy. (laughs) Um... Let's see. Mm. Slane's not good at these kind of encounters. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets aggressive. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh. I'll tell you this. Uh-huh. If you're wanting to do something physical, mm-hmm. I'll let you do it, and it'll be a deck saving throw. Like, if you want to roll okay. out of the way of its eating you, <laughs> you can do that. Yeah. If I... you want to charge it and attack and just like go straight in mm-hmm. that would probably be like a strength saving throw because it's okay. saving against its strength got it if you wanted to convince it to not strike that's going to be like a charisma saving throw okay but you can Ooh, whatever thinking... you can think of i'll let you try to do okay all right i'm gonna prepare to tumble but i am gonna say something mm. as i do so I'll say you can either have an ally here on the ground or you can have an enemy at the gates. That is your decision, dragon. Hmm. Uh, you get the feeling that you reaching out with a sort of friendship is kind of the opposite thing that it expected. And its muscles tense up as it almost goes to strike and then stop. I sheath my sword. So you both know that it could eat you in any second. I think that's what you, that you putting your sword away establishes. Yeah. You both know that you both know that it could eat you in any second. <laughs> uh, I tell him I am not a defiler of this place. I too am a defender. Be gone now, defender. I will see you again. I nod. Its head snakes backward through the trees and the brush. Backward, backward, and then down some great hole. Whew. Yeah, that was that was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the last thing you would have seen of W is him disappear into smoke. Like I think he he would have taken the same. He would have taken a, a quick exit. That that's not too surprising for him to run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, I'm gonna recast, find Steed, and bring a hottie to this location. Okay. Well, like have him appear in this location. Okay. And I think that um, it would be easy enough to take the beach route. Um, okay. There would be some definitely some rocky bits. Like, this is not an easy place to get to, but it would be easier than going back through the forest. Okay. 
perfect. So that ca- that where where the dragon came from, because uh-huh. dragons are wise, I would imagine so. So what I'm going to do, I will yell down to the dragon and say, I will leave a beacon here. If any defilers of your location would come, you know how to contact me now. And I'll drop one of the beacons down to the dragon. Okay. You drop down the beacon down this uh, down this kind of rocky pit, mm-hmm. and you hear it clank a few times, but you don't hear anything else. I will then get back onto a hottie. You head back to your boat. Do you want to sell the boat and make a bit of a profit? I can't because I could just use the stone that I have to yeah. just teleport back, couldn't I? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, will, I will do that. I'm going to look around and um, kind of make some conversation with some of the local people on the port to see if I can't get some get some money for this boat mm-hmm. why don't you go ahead and make a persuasion check i'm not going to role play the whole thing with you oh that's fine because yeah. we're getting to the end but go ahead and roll a persuasion check all right and that'll tell you how well you do all right 13 plus 4 17 that's pretty good so i think you make 550 gold back for this boat Ooh, thank god cool okay i have money again Lots of it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All is well. All is well. Good, good. All right. Okay. What location do you want to go back to? Because I think you have you have a location near Firelight, right? You have I do. You have that stone. You have the the your main base stone. Right. And then you have the red red base stone. They said that more. They said Maple City was under attack. The surrounding areas were, are well, yeah W. Yeah, and and yes, Maple City as well. Yes, W said that it's under attack, yeah. that it's caused a a rebellion against the government of Brooklyn. There, huh? I'm gonna head because my closest location to Maple City is the main base there, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Then that's where I'm gonna have to go, and I will just char. I will I will uh, use the orb to get myself to the main base, and I'm gonna just charge towards the Maple City. Well, actually, no. I'll be charging to Rooklyn. You're going to go straight to Rooklyn? I'm going to go straight to Rooklyn. Okay. I have informants, so I can just double-check with my informants. So what is closer, or if it's on the way? Could I stop at Maple City and make my my way to Rooklyn without too much deviation, or would it be a totally different path from Maple City to Rooklyn? So the Maple City and Rooklyn are like parallel with each other okay so okay they run if you travel between them it's east to west okay your base is pretty far north of rookland so it's actually a little bit further for you to get to the maple city than it is to rookland okay then i'll go to rookland first and then head to the maple city if nothing turns up in rookland well aside from mayhem (laughs) you don't even bother going back to the base you're dead set on your goals and you ride a hottie through the forest and mountain ranges, past a small township. When you hit Rookland, it's like just a big wall, and you could either go to the northern gate, which is much less traveled, um, or you could go down to the to your right to the western gate, okay? Because you're headed south. Okay. So you could you're hitting the wall, and you could take a take a right and go to the western gate, which is the main gate between the Maple City and Rookland. I'll go to the main gate. When you take a hottie, do you try to incorporate yourself into any travelers you might see, like or do you, or like make sure nobody sees you get on the path, basically, from the wilderness? Yes, uh, I'm gonna try to kind of slyly kind of sneak my way in 
like riding yeah. the horse, trying to, you know, okay, using a degree of uh, of stealth, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. and caution. Oh, yeah. You go a of bit course. of a roundabout way, but you get onto the path, and you approach the city gate. And I think what you'd expect from such a huge city is mm. that it would be open and flowing with people. Right. But the gates are totally closed. It's like two two large uh, portcullis-style gates. Um, okay. And they're, they're really huge, and they're both closed. The towers, the little balustrades, balustrades, what, I don't know what you call those. Palisades. No, I, I don't think that's the right. The turrets <laughs> that are uh, next to the <laughs> gates, there are some guards on top. You hear a call down. Ho, oh, who goes there? Oh, for me directly, are they? Yeah, there's nobody else around. Goodness. I am but a traveler. Do you not know the news? News? What news is this? Brooklyn is shut from outsiders. No one may enter or leave. And for what reason is this? The dragon attacks and the terrible rebels, of course. Terrible rebels? That's right. If you have a message for someone who is well-established here, we can pass along the message. Otherwise, you must be gone. Well, I'm certain that my contacts would want me here. If you're having trouble with dragons and rebels and the like, you're going to need a strong arm. Name them and we can pass along the message. Hmm. Would I know... Okay, here we go. Just some just some uh, dragon club shenanigans. Would I know of anyone in Brooklyn that would be connected with dragon club? Not that you would know personally... And even if you did, I don't think anybody you would name would make it so that they would let you in. You're basically a lonely traveler on a horse. You don't have, like, if you had some kind of, uh, like, right. crazy entourage or royal banisters, things like that, then they would have to, like, consider letting you in, right? But, like, right. I think you get the, the point is they don't, they're not letting anybody in. Shoot. Or out. Hmm. Uh, you're right. you're kind of trotting around on a hottie. He shouts down, My apologies, but by the royal decree of the Earl of Rookglen, our gates are shut. Please move along. I nod my head. Aye, Sir Knight. I'm going to make some perception checks, see if I can see any, like, structural openings or structural, like, damages to the gates or anything nearby that I could probably try to sneak into the city through. Fourteen. Investigation. Plus five. I got a nineteen. I think that what you would determine as you originally approached the gate, where you had your choice of going, is that Mm -hmm. perhaps the northern gate would be less guarded since it would be less used. Like, it's not a main port of travel. But also that okay. if you had the right uh, equipment, get over the wall. It is just a big wall. Where would I? Okay, well, I'll go to. I'll head my. I'll make my way to the north gate, the north facing gate. Okay, that that's going to take you a while. Th- this whole this whole travel, this whole uh, hor- by horse travel, mm. took you quarter half day to get down here. Got like it. it. You could go up to the north gate, and it would be nighttime by the time you reach there. Got it. Hmm. Okay, before I leave. I'm going to say, how long has it been since the cities were open last? He calls down four days now. Thank you. Thank you for your time tonight. 
And I'm gonna head to Maple City. Okay. It's well into night by the time you get over there. If you're gonna go all throughout the night, you're probably looking at midnight. I will ride through the night. Maple City does have some kind of walls. Okay. Um, it's not unprotected, but it's nothing like the massive like walls fortified of walls of Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn, yeah. I mean, it, it's a huge city with huge infrastructure. Right. So, but I think when you're kind of coming down the road, going over a hill, you can actually see over and look at the Maple City. Okay. And it's been, it's been like it looks like it got hit by a hurricane or something like jesus houses are collapsing in um you actually see that even at midnight here that there are actually people who are um leaving town like refugees and things that pa- you pass okay that are that they're either hit, headed down south toward like where you know rimbro would be mm. um or even up north a few of them okay um amongst them do i see any of my contacts no, no. Um, I think that in the, in the dead of night, you're you're just seeing people who are moving away. Okay. So I think once you get to the Maple City, uh, you have a good look around, and you find yourself a tavern. Okay. Ever present in, in your mind and pressing is that goal of getting getting those gates open for your own purposes. As he's proceeding into the town, because he's thinking to himself now, he kind of looks at the trail as he proceeds towards the Maple City and thinks, Lorelei, soon, soon we'll be able to make that wish. And I think we'll end it right there. Excellent. Thank you.